And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian known in New York as the Chipotle Heartbreaker. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an IT professional, but he doesn't like to brag about it. It's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian and one of the stars of Better Call Saul. It's Joe DeRosa. Chef Jeff is here to make homemade Big Macs with his own special sauce. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little jelly bellies. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Welcome, Joe DeRosa. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Now, I know we had some fun last week about your baby name, but I know it's been decided, so go ahead and announce it. Logan! <laughs> what are you doing, Logan? Logan! Do you like your juice? <laughs> I had to double dip on that. I know. I, I actually play that for myself at home while I'm working <laughs> for my own amusement. Joe, that is my impression of this awful, awful voiced woman that I follow on Instagram when she's talking to her child, who's not actually named Logan, but... It's May Logan-esque. as well. It's it's Logan-esque in uh, what, spirit. What makes you follow her? Because she sounds like a horror show. I know. I know. <laughs> I feel like if you are on Twitter or you're on Instagram and you're having an unpleasant experience, that's just your fault because it's up to you who you follow. Um, it's I don't not know. your fault, by the way. Explain that. No, it's, I've been following. I, I, I hate secretly so many of my friends. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the stupid shit they write and their dumb memes, and I can't stand it. Okay, well that goes. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff we need to talk to yeah. uh, talk about, but I'll just go right into the fact that um, the Big Sick, which is the movie that Kumail Nanjiani, yeah. Emily Gordon, they wrote about their courtship and that Michael Showalter directed and Judd Apatow produced. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, did he direct or is it just producing? Michael it? Showalter directed it and Judd Apatow, I guess, produced it. And my friend Kurt Braunohler's in it too. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's a whole bunch of people yeah, that yeah. we know or know of. Um, at Sundance, sold for $12 million to Amazon. Oh, and they've been God. saying it's like the first, like it's a historical amount, I guess. Or it's like a historic. That that just was in the news. It's a historic, <laughs> but historical as well. No, it's sure. a it's a humongous deal to come out of Sundance, right? They're saying like it's the highest amount. Is that what they're saying? I'm so glad we're caught up in this tiny detail. Um, I am now. I know that it's like the That's first. The show is, it's honey. the first big deal of this year's Sundance, but oh. I also think it might be historic for Sundance. But anyway, aside from that, mm. the point is for some reason. I am so excited by this news. I feel as if I personally, like when I read about it yesterday, I was in a crazy good mood all day every time I thought about it. It's almost as if someone had said to me that like, oh, hey, your movie sold for 12 million, even though I don't, I have neither a movie nor 12 million. Right. And it's weird because I am, this is not flattering, but I'm the kind of person who normally when something good happens to people near me, I'm like, oh, great for you. When's my turn coming? You even you know? have a drop for that. We, we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, do you have that? 
Which one? It's Hooray for You. We have a song. Yeah. We'll get it eventually. (laughs) But. I see that you've done something that I really want to do. Hooray for you. And now you're getting kudos while I sit here getting screwed. Hooray for you. I am so very happy that this fortune came your way. I didn't mean to say you don't deserve to have your day. However, you'll forgive me if I feel compelled to say. Hooray for you. Yeah, wow. I don't know what it is, but usually I'm not so... <laughs> that was quite the song. I, yeah. I don't remember that one. You probably haven't heard it before. Yeah, I don't impressive. like to share that I feel that the dissonance <laughs> in the music really gets at the heart yeah. of my yeah. conflicted feelings about it. <laughs> um, but I feel nothing but pure but, excitement over their success. That's nice. Maybe I've evolved into a better person. That's refreshing to hear an LA-based... Uh, you know, podcast or comedian say, I'm happy for somebody else. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know? it's completely uncomplicated. It's pure happiness. I feel like That's if you did a brain scan, it really would be as if I received good news. And I don't, I don't know if it's just that, like, maybe I just like all the people involved so much. I feel like it's just, it's, it's uh, you know, that's probably the real you. I feel like a person <sighs> thank that... Thank you. Yeah, well, <laughs> because... I'm not sure, yeah, but thank you're you. You're coming back next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the per, uh, you know the the other person can't feel that way accidentally like an asshole is never like i felt uh, joy for other, somebody else today. that was weird you're right it's it's except it's, in a christmas carol we see it yeah he's threatened that- with his own grave <laughs> yes. right you know true but uh you know the um uh, my point is is it's probably that's probably just who you really are and you, you know about to have a baby has probably put a lot of things in perspective for you and it lets you now be like the person you really want to be and not worry about petty stuff or stuff that doesn't matter or whatever. And plus, I also think a lot of the time when you have that... I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like when you have that feeling as an artist, it's not necessarily... So, with some people, it's just rotten jealousy. But I feel like a lot of the time, it's normal to feel a little bit of like urgency because it's just you saying... Oh, shit, maybe I got to work harder. Am I not yeah. working hard enough? You know, mm-hmm. which which is a very different thing than envy. That's just that's just the fire hitting your hitting your ass a little bit and going, you know. And right. and then a lot of the time that passes, and then you go, no, I'm fine. I'm being this. This is great. For yeah, this, for, you know. But I always feel like an asshole <clears throat> when I feel conflicted is the wrong word, but when I feel like anything less than just happy for someone, which is the, my usual reaction when something good happens to someone near me. Sure, sure. It, w- look, this isn't a, you know, this, this town that we live in uh, is horrible, and it's not, a, it's not a very conducive place. It doesn't nurture those feelings. Mm-hmm. It nurtures competitive feelings. You're constantly yeah. fighting the, that dark side. Yeah, there's that side. sense of scarcity. Yeah, yeah, you know? It's like a zero-sum thing. If someone else gets something, then I can't have it. Or something. Jenna, when a clean comedian gets something, are you like, Brian Regan? (laughs) Yes. Oh, that Jim Gaffigan. He's just ruining everything. No. I feel like, uh, no, I get the feelings totally because I do that too. But I think I really relate to the idea that it's really just me going like, am I working hard enough? Right. Am Mm -hmm. I doing everything? Should I be binging as much TV as I am right now? What am I doing with my life? It's it's a lot of self-reflection. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I also think too, it's, um, you know, we live in a, we live in a, 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 this a fright, this, Hollywood's a frightening environment 
if you work in the entertainment business, which if you didn't, I don't know why you would be this immersed in it. But if you live in this area and you work in the entertainment business, a lot of it's just fear, too. Like, we're all Mm -hmm. scared we're going to get left out. Like, somebody gets something big. And we've all seen it happen. There is that that sort of subconscious fear of like, well, is that person going to be the thing now? <laughs> I'm not that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not transgender Asian. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like, so there, I think that's part of it, too, is just your organic sense of survival just going, am I still going to fit in here? Am I still mm-hmm. going to? Am but I again, invisible? All, that's what, that's yeah. what I have. Am I invisible? Why didn't, like, that person got cast in that thing that I didn't even audition for why right right and then yeah and then you yeah never mind i was gonna say something that was gonna take us down a a real dark road we don't need to the uh (laughs) okay well if you decide you want to loop back to that dark cul-de-sac we can i it's 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 a defeatist thing to say i was gonna say then you start getting into the place where you start going why am i even going to the audition Mm. oh no but i that it has it's been a long time since I've auditioned, but that is the place that I was last in. Yeah, and I've read like books like on acting and stuff that'll say like if you think that, you might as well hang it up because oh, then yeah. you're and it's like <laughs> okay. no, it's like I, I'm not thinking I'm not talented. This isn't self-hatred. This is me knowing the horseshit that gets mm-hmm. conducted in this business and that Auditions a lot of times are just meeting quotas. We have to see this many people and then just cast this person that we know oh, we're already going to cast. Is that how that works? I mean, I assume I know that's, having you know. worked at magazines that oftentimes if they're going to promote someone from within, they still have to interview a bunch of people. And I feel sad for those people who get... This is years ago. I don't know how it is now. I don't know if magazines exist anymore. But I always felt bad <laughs> for the people who would sincerely try to get the job because it's like it's already being given to someone internally. Right, right. When I, was, when I was like three years into comedy or four years into comedy, I auditioned for two different shows. One of them, I can't remember what it... It never got made, but the part I auditioned for, David Cross ended up doing. So I'm like... I never had a shot at that. He was already on like Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. I think like Mm -hmm. he was already really well known. It's like uh, that was a waste. And then the other one was bored to death. I auditioned for the Zach part. Oh, and then Zach got it. And again, Zach wasn't as he's really famous now, but he 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 was pretty well known. Mm -hmm. So that one maybe. There was a little bit more of a, a an honest competition uh, amongst actors, and it just went to a guy that was was a little more known than everybody else. But like, I've definitely auditioned for stuff where you're like, this this was a pointless. Mm-hmm. I, they were, I was never going to get this. They were, you know. But you got a chance to dazzle them in the room, and then they keep you in mind. I actually did get one of my first acting jobs because of that bored to death audition. I ended up get doing Louie because of that. Yeah. Oh, well, there you so go. So the casting people were really great, but. Uh, See, I should just focus on that part. Of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I looked at it from like a positive perspective. Like, if someone was the named candidate, then you kind of go like, "Well, I didn't not get it because I wasn't good. Mm, I, sure, know, I didn't get it because of nepotism or because of you know some type of other thing that you can't control." Sure, and I also you would f- fully admit that David Cross and Zach Galifianakis are entirely better performers and act. They have well, they have a they have a knack debatable. for it that I don't understand. No. But so like the you know. So there's no part of me going, I deserved it. No, I'm just saying no. like I'm just saying it to me it was like at the time 
it, it was like a wedding band going against, you know. <laughs> Thin Lizzy. That's where you're yeah, headed I was, that, tra- right? was going to say Katy Perry, but I was like, that's not an even. That's from Lizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. I was just like, it's not, we're not in the same class here. I, th- I think yeah. with this, Allison, it's also you really genuinely like the people. So it's yes. easier to feel yeah, good. Yeah, I have nothing. I have uncomplicated feelings towards these people. Right. I just well, and there, right. There's that. There's the fact that, that it's based on their own life. So it's not like it was some opportunity. I mean, they made It's not like they got a TV show about being a podcast Yeah, they... Host. they <laughs> well, you know. Well, yeah, that the closer being, it is to your said, thing. <laughs> I was joking when I said that because all of a sudden now I'm like, oh shit, there are people I know who have TV shows that are sort of based on podcasts and I don't it's want true. them to think that I have mixed feelings. It, like Elizabeth Lame's right. TV show. I'm totally happy for her and Andy Rosen. I don't want people to... I don't want people to misread what I just said. So in general... Let's talk about it for five more minutes so I can make it very clear that I'm casual about it. Sure. I think in general, it, the for me anyway, the older I get and the more I own the decisions I've made in my life and the more I realize who I am, the easier it is to be happy for other people because I understand that like if I haven't scored that $12 million film deal, it's because of choices I've made. And also it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen on a different schedule. You know, it's like yeah. I, I went to film school and there were people that had immediate success and it was, you know, it makes everybody mental because you think, Oh shit, if I'm not successful, if I'm not like Steven Spielberg by 25, then, you know, I'm basically a total failure. And you realize life, that's not how it works, you know, and and everybody's on their own path. And now when I see friends having huge success, I'm genuinely happy for them because it's their own thing. I think if you're honest with yourself, with what you actually want to do, people spend a lot of time getting mad about things they don't even want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they get really angry about, I'm like, what, but do you want to do that? Yeah. You didn't want to do it probably. (laughs) Yeah. It's like wanting to be, and this is literally a thing that I feel wanting to be invited to the party. Right. Though you don't want to go. You don't want to go to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But this business is so diverse too, um, which drives me crazy that comedy doesn't get, particularly comedy doesn't get chopped up into more sub groups the way music does it should comedy should have subgenres mm. yeah. and you need to and even though it doesn't I, i'm a big believer that you need to figure out what your subgenre is are you the punk rock guy or are you the country person or are you the broadway lady or whatever it is and you have to go on that course and you can't be yeah. the gangster rapper trying to get the john denver gig it just doesn't yeah. work like that like it wouldn't work like that in music and i i think a lot of comedians think we're all after the same thing and we're not Mm-mm. And I right. see certain comedians going after things where I'm like, that's literally as dumb to me as if you said, I want to go, I'm mad I didn't get that sous chef job yeah. <laughs> yeah. at the new restaurant. It's like, what? It has nothing to do with it. And you. in comedy, like the better you are as a comedian, probably the more specific your lane is going to be because your comedy is based on who you are. There is no one else who's going to have your voice, who's going to have your thing. It's not, unless you're like super generic in the way you present that, yourself. That, like, right. whether to be super specific. And niche versus general is something that I am always toggling back and forth between. And there's a, a new podcast that I'm going to be doing in the new year. And, and the debate right now is whether to present it as a like formatted, here's what we talk about mm-hmm. kind of show or a more general show. Yeah. And I always want to do the general thing because I'm afraid of closing any doors. 
And yeah. yet I think in life it's better if you can, and I hate to use the term brand yourself because that's gross, but if like if you're like, I'm the real estate expert, then you always get called for real estate stuff versus if you're like, I'm the fun girl who can talk about anything on television, then you're just me. Well, that said though, I do like I do like your I do like your uh, redneck character that you do for that show. So. Right with the puppets. Yeah, with the puppets. It's good, right? Okay. Speaking of decisions, which you were a moment ago, Daniel, let's talk about what America and other places really care about. Daniel finally had his very first Big Mac. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Are you a changed man? Yeah, this was. Uh, I was thinking about it because people were like, "How is that possible?" Sure. And I'm like, yeah, how is that how possible? How is that possible? Because <laughs> you've like, had McDonald's before. I think when I was a kid, I must have had a hamburger that had onions on it, which I fucking hate raw onions, <laughs> and just decided I hated their hamburgers, and, and I just would never order their burgers. Those are not Big Macs, Shelly and John. <laughs> much less a Big Mac. So, so we were trying to figure out what to do for dinner the other night. Well, Allison opened my eyes to the fact that you can order them with onions. Yeah, but <laughs> Daniel, who, yeah. when we were dating, yeah. let Which me know really, yeah. that he would probably never, ever, ever come on the podcast. It's quite an about face because yeah. I was like, he's like, should we do Postmates or should we do this? Or, and I'm like, we go to McDonald's. And he's like, oh, we sh- that would probably be good for the show if we did that. <laughs> uh, so we took one well, of the team. I, gen- I was genuinely curious. By that point, I was like, I think I want to try a Big Mac because now it's in my head. Now, <laughs> let me say yeah. this before, because yeah. I want to know what you thought of it. Uh-huh. It's my favorite burger of all time. Yeah. It no is my way. hands down number really? one burger. You guys, yeah. I it's did not so- know this ahead of time. For real, I did yeah, not. Uh-huh. So this is perfect. just a podcast. Yeah, it's such a weird and unique burger, and nothing tastes like it, and In-N-Out can try all they want to put that Russian dressing (laughs) on the burger. They need to step (laughs) off. Right. Shame. But I I think it's an amazing sandwich. Yeah. So, so, okay. (laughs) I'll tell you what my expectations were. My expectations were that it was going to be fairly disappointing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it's like... I don't know. You know, it's like the burgers you get in the cafeteria at high school. I kind of thought that's sort of about what it would probably taste like. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the ones no, that come I, in the tinfoil bag yeah, sure, and it was all, they were like mm-hmm. steamed or whatever. It's interesting that you'd think it would be so popular if it was America's that well, favorite you, burger. Well, when you think about it. It's just like the cafeteria right? in fifth grade. <laughs> Square, greenish. Flawed, flawed logic. Yeah. All right. So we get it. It doesn't look like much. It, mm-hmm. And by the way, the real thing does not compare to the photograph, so it's just like, oh. No, but it comes in that clamshell, which is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the only burger. No, the, the Quarter Pounder still does, too. Yeah. But those are the only two things on the McDonald's menu that they still put in the... Because it used to be the box. Styrofoam one. Oh, I really yeah. miss that Styrofoam. Yeah. The sound it made. Wow. That Styrofoam clamshell, as you called it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I like that they still have a version of that. No other restaurant does it. Go ahead, sorry. Well, so I have to say... It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I was not expecting that. And what I, I was really marveling at it because I, I was I think I said to Allison, I was like, Oh, I get it. I get why this is like an iconic menu item. There's something about first of all, the it has a surprising amount of flavor. Oh yeah. For what it looks like. It looks like it's not gonna have very much flavor. Then there's something about the I was likening it to like uh, I used to smoke cigarettes, and there's it's like part of the joy of smoking cigarettes was just the act of smoking the cigarette, like the holding of the cigarette and the, and the putting it in your mouth and do that. It's like 
the texture. Yeah, there's something about the actually holding that burger and the and the feel when you, you <laughs> chew into it. It's like perfectly just soft enough. It feels like your mouth is uh, has a full meal inside of it. Like, does yeah. that make there's sense? not much resistance. Like, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, it, I imagine the burger is like. A bunch of bites stitched together. It's like easy. You're not to arguing eat. with anything. Yeah, yeah it's like, easy. It's so to easy. Eat. It's, it's not it's, sloppy. I have a theory about that. Yeah, because I'm a big, big McDonald's fan. Yeah, and I always have been. And I have a theory about that. That McDonald's has that they figured out a formula where the food is edible by almost any age group. Oh, interesting. Hmm. A young, 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 almost baby child can eat McDonald's, and an old 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 person with no teeth can eat it because you can pull it apart with right. your tongue you don't need There's no resistance yeah it's it's yeah it's brilliant like they've they have cracked the code yeah for like this will work for everybody and every flavor like is the right amount of that flavor almost like you you taste the the special sauce and the bread is got it some sort of it's not like normal bread. I probably loaded <laughs> with sugar, and yeah. it's. I don't know. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I would eat this again. And then you hit those pickles. Yeah, that's a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like yeah. looking at the thing. You would think it wouldn't have any of that going on. <laughs> this is. It's funny because I was today. I was working on something that I'm writing, and one of the examples I was using was McDonald's, because mm. uh, it was a thing about drugs. But the thing was about McDonald's where people say like, oh, well, McDonald's, that's gross because it's they, there's all these additives and chemicals. And it's like, no, no, that's why it tastes awesome. <laughs> so it's not gross. They did their work. You know what else is chemicals and additives? Drugs. And <laughs> drugs are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that annoys me that that's always the argument with McDonald's. Like, you know what's in that? No, I do. And that's what that's makes it taste good. <laughs> right. right. Okay. And by the way, those chemicals make it addictive like drugs. Like yes. it's the sugar and the flavor and everything like that. Yeah. I'm really, feeling incredibly patriotic right now. I just <laughs> yeah. hope you guys all know that. <laughs> right. I never really felt like it, it was because I'm I don't eat fast food very often. I right. never really f- gave much put much stock in the idea that it was addictive. That being said, ever since we went, you've been thinking about getting it again. Like every night, I've been like, we should get that again. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to, no. but I have. It's weird how Do much it. has been in my mind. Yeah, before the baby comes, enjoy. Well, you have an excuse. Yeah. I would kill to have a, an excuse like pregnant <laughs> to eat whatever I want. I, sometimes I yeah. hope to get the flu so I can be like, oh, I'll just, I can just do whatever I want. <laughs> right, it's all coming out anyway. Yeah, for like a week. I, I feel that way. Feel bad I feel that it. way about suicide. Like I wish I was. I, I was suicidal so I could just eat as much Ben and Jerry's as I possibly could <laughs> until I died. <laughs> It would that would be it. That would take forever. Oh, well, it but really it's like would take it's a long time. <laughs> I know. That's it's, a weird. You'd like, be on a reality show. But it's just one of those died. thoughts that obviously the the mindset to want to enjoy Ben and Jerry's negates the desire to kill themselves. Like if you're loving Ben and Jerry's, right, you're not going to want to kill yourself. A lust for life that includes yeah. ice. That's cream. why you don't really hear about that as a mode of killing yourself very often. <laughs> you should remake Leaving Las Vegas, but that's <laughs> oh it's my Ben God. and Jerry's instead of I, I might uh, alcohol. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what God, that would. T- forever that's all you ate but what a glorious forever that would be that would be weeks and weeks of only ben and jerry's until i guess you died of gout or something i don't know no you you like i don't even think you can die from gout i don't think maybe it can put you in a wheelchair eventually i think you'd eventually get diabetes (laughs) for sure and then and then it would be years of them cutting amputations yeah like yeah shock would be like the fastest thing that would still take forever but worth it. <laughs> Definitely worth it. <laughs> I think I'm going to get McDonald's uh, later tonight. There you go. 
They have and they have the new Big Macs. They have the Junior and the what's the other one? Grand, called the Mac the Daddy. Grand Mac. The Grand it's Mac. Grand. Now mm-hmm. I have to see. I have to see a movie. I have a horror movie podcast, so I have to see a horror movie tonight for the podcast, which is why I have to leave at a certain time. Uh, my apologies, but uh, I'm thinking. You got me thinking now that I might want to. Yeah. Try to get to a drive-through and there sneak the McDonald's in, mm. but they're Classic. real smells. They're like real f- very fuckers at the theater now. They check women's purses. I went on no. a date to a movie recently. Are you kidding? Don't carry a woman's purse then. I know. I got to stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> but, yeah, I went on a date the other night uh, with a man, but he had the he had a purse, <laughs> uh, and she, they, she had her purse, and they they looked inside oh, her purse. Never oh, seen that. You're not smuggling. Can't. I mean, maybe they're looking for guns. I don't know. You know, right. it's probably would. It's probably yeah. smart to not let anybody in, but without or maybe cameras. Them. Yeah, but no, they uh, they uh, checked. So you no can't way. sneak shit in. Oh my gosh! Part. I used to sneak in. I mean. My my brothers were the best at. They would sneak in like full course meals. But we used to take like Chipotle <laughs> casserole. In. I would take uh, Auntie Anne's was around the corner from the theater I would go to in New York, and nice. I would get a pretzel and then go in because it was like way cheaper. Oh my gosh, I used to sneak in all kinds of stuff. This is yeah. bad news for me. I once yeah, went into yeah. Or that that's great. Not the yes, news. No, the know. news is yeah. bad news. Yeah. There's, there's a Lowe's on the Third Street Promenade there where they were. There was a manager who was a real asshole. And I had a Jamba Juice. I was going to a matinee, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, "You." I bought the ticket, and then I was going to. You have to th- drink that now or throw it away. And then I was like, then "I'm not going to the movie." And it's like, who's <laughs> like he gives a fuck? You know, like right. I'm not. Oh, well, I'm now. I don't get to see the movie, and <laughs> as, to show him. Yeah, as you know? mad as mad as I get at the people because like I've had like I one time I was I went to the 14th Street Lowe's. I think it's a Lowe's in in Manhattan. Yeah. And they used to do this thing because in Manhattan the, the tickets when I lived there at the time they were I think fifteen bucks even mm, for like a matinee. Yes. So I would do this thing where I'd get a child or a senior ticket, <laughs> and I would just walk through with confidence, and they never cared, they never yeah, checked it. Yeah. And one time this lady was like, "No, this is you got to go back. This is a child's ticket." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I got so mad because I was like, "Why do you care? You're not right. getting a commission on these ticket sales. Why do you care?" But then I thought about it, and I was like. If I had that job, I would live for that. I would, <laughs> yes. I would live to ruin anybody's right. day that I could coming in. Just like, no, you can't. I was at Amoeba the other day, and people were taking too long to pull out of their spots. I was like, if I was the parking lot attendant, I would live to just knock on windows. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Do these jobs appeal to antisocial people or just bring out the antisocial just, trait in someone? I don't know, but I was just thinking about this the other day. When I used to work at Artisan, uh, they, okay, out of my office, you could see the front of the building and there was a loading zone and someone had parked in the loading zone. It was like 15 minutes or something like that. And the parking, uh, the meter maid uh, went up kind of like punched the ticket out on his little thing, but then went back and sat and waited. Oh. And then as soon as a guy came out of the thing, went up and put the ticket on uh. and went back and it was like, this sadistic fucker wanted <laughs> to see the guy's awesome. face. Yeah. I love it. You That's know? amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I was like, my God. Well, but of course, if you're going to go it's into like that job. It's like the murderer job. who strangles the person facing them. I only yeah. know this from television shows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a, a thing. No, Seems if you, like it. If you work, I, I worked in customer service all through high school and college and a little bit after college, and it's like, you, 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 uh, 
I, look, I'm just the personality type where I just started to, the more you did it, the more I did it, the more I was like, I just want to tell this person no. I, that was one of my you first. You had a yes. taste for bumming people out? One of my, yeah, one of my first <laughs> jokes <laughs> I ever had. <laughs> no joke. One of my first jokes I ever had in my act was uh, I used to work in customer service, and my favorite thing to say to people was, sorry, we don't have any. Because yeah. <laughs> I used to love when somebody would come in like they really needed something, and I get to go, we don't have it. We're out of it. You lose. Come on. <laughs> I remember at the fertility clinic once, there was some crazy time crunch for something or other. Oh, I know what it was. I had to give a blood. They draw your blood all the time. I had to give a blood sample. And there's like, you have to have your blood drawn by a certain time because the courier comes by a certain time. And like, if I didn't, if he didn't take my blood sample that day, then that was going to mess up the whole cycle for that month or whatever. And I remember I got there and I was like kind of out of breath. Um, not from the Big Macs at this point, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the baby, just because I was rushing. And right. I said to the receptionist, did I get here in time? And she's like, oh, or I'm like, has the courier come yet? She's like, oh, yeah, you just missed him. And I'm like, oh, no. She's like, just kidding. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> and I actually said in a friendly way, I'm like, you should not make that joke to hormonal ladies. <laughs> Terrible. Like, I thought that was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Terrible. We did this at Target. Oh, this where is the we worst thing up, ever. So, so some of my coworkers had given us a Target gift card for our pregnancy. We were expecting a baby, and so we thought, "Oh, great. I was like as pregnant as you are at this point." And yeah. we go to Target. We don't know how much is yeah. on it, so I go up to the customer service. Hey, how much is on this? Can you tell me what's on there? And she's like, "There's nine hundred dollars on here." And I was oh like, my God. "That is awesome! Like, what? Holy we're shit. gonna be oh able to get goes, everything." No, I'm just kidding. It's two hundred and fifty. <laughs> what an asshole! And I was like, "What? Why is would you fuck with, with someone?" You? That's Do it the other way around. Yeah, exactly. There's $2. Just kidding. There's $2.50. We just stumbled away like, what just happened? <laughs> wow. And the whole time it was like, no, you idiot. $250. No one likes you for $900. Like, <laughs> what kind of customer service is this? <laughs> yeah. That's oh, the next the, level. Yeah. The few yeah. seconds before she said what we really had, all, my mind was like, oh my gosh, we're going to be able to... I mean, I was, I was like, elated. Get the TV. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for a second you were like, we can buy everything in the store. Yes, <laughs> it was so terrible. You could still buy a lot of the store though. For yeah, we did pretty yeah. well. Yeah, we did, we yeah. Still. But it was still a little bit. Even it made two hundred and fifty sound like nothing, right? Even though it was like, that's a great gift. That was the point. <laughs> Jenna, when you were this pregnant, <clears throat> and for the listeners, by the time you hear this, I am, uh, I will be about a week away from my due date. Um, as of now, I'm less than two weeks out from the due date. Did you feel... My, by the way, my armpits just started sweating. <laughs> Holy shit. I've explained the four corners of my body that sweat all the time. All my all my body parts are touching each other at this point, Joe. <laughs> That's <laughs> a just, funny way to describe it. <laughs> it's horrifying. That's very funny. Thank you. Um, I can't blow dry my hair without having to take another shower afterwards. It's just... It's, <laughs> that is the... That's so moist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I feel... Like, emotionally, I feel possessed. That's the closest thing I, I, that's how I would describe what is happening. Like I had freak out over the bassinet number two last night. Awesome. The first freak out for anyone who missed that one, uh, put together, Daniel kindly put together the bassinet. We put it into the bedroom. I freaked out because it is enormous and it has a stand that is like, I dare you not to trip over me. The whole Mm -hmm. thing is just big. Yeah. This is a, 
fancy bassinet that swivels so you can like pull it close to the bed or Mm -hmm. push it away from the bed. My sister had it. She spoke very highly of it. She also had a C-section though, which makes you need the convenience more. But it comes like extremely recommended. Um, and we re- we put it on the registry. Daniel's mom kindly got it for us. We put it together. The thing is huge. Now, how and much? Be- can I ask how much does a bassinet like that run? This one I think was about two fifty. Nine hundred. I swear to God, I would have thought it was like a thousand dollars. No, that there- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There is okay. one actually. The Snoo bassinet, which that one class we took, where they were talking about that one, I looked up last night, oh. is like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Huh. Wow. You can no, go real yeah. nuts with this It's two fifty, but there's yeah. a lot yeah. of right. So it's not like crazy, but you can you can also get a bassinet for a hundred or less, sure. and the baby's only in it for a number of months. Right. Sure. So anyway, we freaked out. I felt super claustrophobic with it in the room, and you would think it's like oh, because I'm coming face to face with. The fact that I'm about to be a mother. No, I think literally it just had to do with it was so big. So we kind of rearranged the room a little bit. And now we're getting the baby room ready because it's just been sitting in the baby room. And I said to Daniel, let's bring it back into the room and see how it fits now that we've made more space for it. (laughs) Expecting it would not be a problem at all. Well, you were (laughs) expecting it would not be a problem. I looked at it. And then in a voice that's like, Kind of like Exorcist. Reagan like, from Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. My fist went, <laughs> went up around my head and I said, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It was like, you know that character from SNL? <laughs> Do you remember that? Um, was it Molly Shannon who played her? The like, I think she was a joyologist and she's like, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, and she yeah, would always her. kind of like sit on the couch and yeah. like jump around. I was the inverse of this. I was, it was. It was a very. Um, demonic. If, if I may, a very childish reaction that's what i well when i apologized two seconds later for my childish reaction you're like it wasn't childish it was just emotional have you rethought it well (laughs) all comes out in the podcast oh geez here we go um when i say childish it was childish it was a a temper tantrum you seemed like a child i felt like a child (laughs) it was it was as though you were a child and that's different than childish it wasn't it wasn't childish it's just that children do things like what you did (laughs) it was child it was innocent and childlike yeah it was insane what's Um, an emotional time yeah, yeah it's it is just so I go from like zero to four years old. Well, no, I go from well, my age. It just happens so fast, and then I feel regret immediately. Mm-hmm. Like so, my emotions are just so all over the place. You shouldn't feel regret. You shouldn't feel regret. The two of you made a decision mm-hmm. to throw away all of your freedom <laughs> and happiness, <laughs> and you have to yeah. live with it. Yeah, okay. so start embracing it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I um, <laughs> just accept that you're going to trip over the bassinet every time. No, I know. it's over now. It's, the death of our souls is in increments. This is just <laughs> one more. No, the, it, sorry. It all, just to be nice and, all, and a human in all seriousness, like you, you don't need to feel regret. Your body is going yeah. through. Yeah, I just feel possessed. I decided like thing that it never has gone like your body's never gone through anything remotely like. Right. This. Correct. And then also there's the emotional stress of. We're going to be parents soon, and that's exciting and I'm sure very scary all at the same time. But it's just the bassinet's so big. Well, I think that, first (laughs) of all, your your reaction seemed to be like from a deeper place. Like, it was as though you were just like, no, no, to that. It it wasn't a thought through like, oh, I don't think it goes well here. I know. Or anything like that. And and (laughs) I, you know, to Joe's point, it's like, you're pregnant. I kind of, when I, when I, 
am trying to process these things. <laughs> I think like you know those medicine balls. Uh, those heavy medicine balls at the gym where you throw them and they did. Yeah. It's like someone stuffed that in your body. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling physically stuffed and big. Yeah. And so things that are physical and have to do with spatial relationships are going to be. Probably- yeah. Cause I bump into things all the time. Yeah. Well, so we ended up putting it in the corner and now where it totally fits and looks good and now it's fine. And then we also took the rock and play that uh, Jenna and Al gave us and set that up in the room too. So now mm-hmm. we have options. Oh, that, one's, that one looks comfy. So maybe that's, but, that's what you guys used. Yeah, yeah, for like, like um, for four or five months yeah. we used it. I was trying was to figure awesome, out, because yeah. I'm not, despite how it might sound to a new listener or Joe, um, <laughs> I'm not like a tantrumy person normally. I don't, I'm not a crazy mercurial no. emotional i'm like a normal well, level of emotion kind of person right um easygoing that's not uh, really easygoing not, <laughs> let's kidding. not push it but i was trying to think <laughs> what are the other times in my life that i've had that like tantrumy feeling and it's <laughs> our wedding just wait till a nurse tells you to like do something you don't want to do when you're in labor you honestly like there's never i'm pretty chill with people mm-hmm. in general it takes a lot to get me to even raise my voice ever. Like but now? there was a nurse who told, what did she say? It was like, she, she told you, uh, <laughs> I can't, uh, I blocked it out because I yeah. was, I've never felt this kind of rage in my entire life. It was something to do with how I was handling a contraction maybe, or like, show me your boobs. <laughs> that was, that was that one too. There was that yeah. one too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just remember like going from like being like, in that in control to not yes to that control of like i'm having a baby this is gonna be fine to her saying that to like fire coming (laughs) out of my eyes and ears and thinking like i could just grab her and punch her like i i could this could be amazing and it might feel really great like i was so (laughs) angry and i resisted freaking out but al afterward was like are you okay because you looked like you were gonna lose your mind oh I just what did she I, say wow. it was something like uh, i wish i could remember it wasn't even like a big deal it no was it like, wasn't it was but something it was... like you know this isn't that hard you'll be okay or something oh like my that. god or, that would or, piss me off though <gasps> i like yeah it was yeah. something trying to well, calm my nerves but yeah. all it did but like was belittling like, yes yes yeah. just so, fan the flames there was a couple me. of nurses that were not one nurse so kept telling well, me yeah. not to yell like when i was pushing i would make audible sound and she was like that isn't helping your push. I and I'm like, feel, oh, how do you know? <laughs> I feel like a nurse should know better, though. Yeah. Than it's, uh, they're you well-intentioned. Know. That's what I have yeah. to remember. They're well-intentioned, but it... And it's a job like any other. There's bad nurses. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, like, that too. Yes. There are yes. nurses that are having a crappy day and don't act appropriately Ugh. because of that or whatever. You know, yeah. it's just a job, you know? So I think the other times that I've been tantrumy, as a young person... When I would get, a, I would get talked into cutting, letting a hair cutter person, letting a stylist cut more of my hair than I wanted them to. And then I would get home and I would look at my layers and my hair that was too short and I would feel <laughs> violated yeah. and I would freak out. And one time I actually, <clears throat> my childhood bedroom had these wooden shutters, like thick wooden slats. And I took a duffel bag. I don't know what was in it. And I hurled it at the shutters because I was so like upset over my hair <laughs> and it was that was satisfying mm-hmm, that would have been mm-hmm. like grabbing that nurse yeah I <laughs> the way I, it like clattered I'm grateful I didn't like you know commit assault that day but it was a <laughs> sure. it was a moment that was like the only time in my life I can remember thinking like I'm so angry 
Yeah. I don't know how to control these feelings. Yeah. It's never happened since. It's, so. I think it's a pregnancy thing. And then when I was a little <laughs> kid, I was like very little. Um, I was very particular about the clothing that my mom would put on me. And I found a lot of like if I was in layers and the seams weren't right or there was like something mm. bunched up in my armpit or like, I don't know, just really like physically like un- I'm not even making words. I'm just sitting here fidgeting uncomfortably. <laughs> Very particular about the way my clothing felt on my body. And if it was uncomfortable, then I like wanted to, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, that thing. And I think yeah. that's kind of what's yeah. going on now. Like mm-hmm. I'm in that situation in my own body right now. Yeah, <sighs> It's really hard. You're almost there. You're almost there. And then there's still hormones afterward, but it's so different because you don't have a bowling ball in your stomach. You know what makes me feel a thousand <laughs> times better though? Shopping on um, this new website, Spring. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a new website, but it's new to me. So Spring, it is amazing. They have over 1,500 brands. Um, and it's like all... It's You could spend your whole afternoon just looking at all the cool stuff they have on this website. Mm-hmm. Origins, Smashbox, Tory Burch, Club Monaco, Marc Jacobs, Stuart Weitzman... Vo- Yep, I said that right. <laughs> Vince, Urban Outfitters and more. Fashion, beauty, lifestyle. They have maternity. It's not it's it's not for pregnant Allison. However, they do have maternity and kids stuff on there. But it was actually and they have shoes. And it's all super duper stylish. I got really hung up on a handbag. Uh and I had this whole debate of like, this is the wrong time to buy a cute purse, isn't it? Because I'm just gonna be using a diaper bag. Um, so I ended up buying, uh, some jewelry and some makeup instead, but I may have to come back for that purse cause I really liked it. But anyway, it's, um, it's super great because it's like all the latest fashion, beauty, lifestyle trends in one place. You don't have to hop from site to site. There's free shipping, free returns. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's super duper easy to use as well. Um, and there's a Spring app in the App Store, or you can just go to shopspring.com. So download the Spring app in the App Store or visit shopspring.com. And Spring's concierge service is available to offer unmatched support and customer service. You can even follow brands um, you love or, or products you love and track them on your personal shopping list and receive emails, alerts when products go on sale. Oh, that's another thing I really should have mentioned, which is that everything is reduced. So it's like amazing prices for all this super cute stuff. So download the Spring app in the App Store or go to shopspring.com now to start saving on all the latest fashion and lifestyle trends. Get free shipping and free returns on your Spring purchases with no spending minimums. As an added bonus, use my code ROSEN at checkout to take 20% off your first purchase. See the website for more details. That's shopspring.com or shop through the Spring app and use the code ROSEN shopspring.com or shop through the spring app and use the code rosen find exclusive sales and discounts on all the latest trends and styles you'll love also i should say if you're gonna buy something on amazon which you are because they have everything click through the banner on my website alisonrosen.com it doesn't cost you anything extra helps out the show thank you for your amazon support also we are on patreon um patreon bonus episode this month is with greg heller but also if you sign up uh, if you subscribe on Patreon, you get access to the 
past content as well and there's lots of bonus episodes with jenna kim jones yes. um and some with daniel where we're talking about tv all sorts of fun stuff oh, yeah. so patreon is sort of like kickstarter you can support podcasts or artists on an ongoing monthly basis different reward levels there's bonus episodes there's a live exclusive video live stream there's a level where you get merchandise in the mail it's all super fun go to patreon.com slash allison rosen do you need to catch your breath yes <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's uh do a little news what? It's the news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your best friend. Breaking news. Okay, so there's all sorts of actual crazy stuff going on in the world, but I'd rather talk about a fun story that I found. Um, it was from Rolling Stone, and it is called. Something like 50 things that millennials have never heard of. Mm-hmm. And it's like a bunch of stuff that's supposedly very familiar to Gen Xers. This is just meant to make me feel old. Yes, but that millennials have never heard of. So Daniel and I and Jeff are Gen X. What Are, are you Gen X or are you millennial? I'm 30. Joe? I'm not millennial. I'm 39, but I'm kind of in between the two, I think. Okay. Yeah. How and old then, is Gen X? I mean, I think it Gen could- X is anything uh, born before 81. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm 77. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've got four Gen Xers, two millennials. All right. We're not going to yeah. do all 50. Millennials. But I'm just curious if you guys have truly not heard of the show 227. Oh, I, I watch it all the time. All right. Really? 227, absolutely. <laughs> Don't know Here's, it. You have two issues. One, Jenna spent Jenna the first eight years of her Korea. life in Korea. Yeah, we didn't have anything. Uh, well, that we'll, actually might help me because we had all the TV that was like five years behind. Oh, okay. So oh, that sure. actually could help. I, we'll see. I even remember the theme song to that was 227 is the place to be with Marla Gibbs and her family. <laughs> was that really the theme song? Well, maybe that was an ad. I guess it, now that I think about it, it was an ad. <laughs> I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember the theme song at all. It could have been. I don't know. I just I know it's a 227. It I don't think so. Yeah, that doesn't what sound. What is the show? Tell me about it. <laughs> it's just well after a long stint playing a sassy maid on the jeffersons marla gibbs got yeah. her own sitcom where she lives oh. in washington dc in a washington dc apartment building with her family and a bunch of nosy neighbors including mm. frenemy sandra clark <laughs> memorably memorably played by jack hay jack hay yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah yeah yes all right they showed, i've like, heard of the, it i just the, couldn't have back told on. you what it was that's there. Oh, mine must have been an ad. <laughs> I like yours better. Yours was good. Yeah, it, uh, it was back when like a sitcom could literally just be like it takes place in an apartment building. Yeah, yes. it's about being in an apartment. <laughs> building. Like okay, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. there's neighbors. They're all neighbors. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. hang out. Nosy <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> so yeah. Al, you were saying there's two things working against us. Is the other one that. You're an old soul. Oh well, we have yeah. I'm an old soul, <laughs> and like I have older siblings as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. Um, mm-hmm. So, so they were a little into bit stuff like a frost from... down. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just ends up happening. Kush but... balls. Kush balls. Kush balls. Yeah. 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 Oh, I guess kush balls. I thought there were kush balls, but yeah, kush we balls. We call them kush. Yeah, I don't know. But Jenna did, doesn't yeah. know what they is are. Is that a toy? Yes, it yeah, is. It's like a little Rosie O'Donnell toy. Little, like, uh, no, it. It has like little like uh, almost like strands that are kind of like rubbery that you can a sphere made of rubber filaments. Yeah, Koosh products were next level ball technology. You could Mm -hmm. throw. They weren't really balls. It was more like a little pom pom made out of rubber. It was a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what those are. We used to use them to like peg each other if like they lost at a game or something like that. Right. Got it. Yeah, I've seen them. Wouldn't have known that was what they were called. 
Marky hmm. Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mm, I know all about that. I know of them, but I yeah. didn't really know them in their time. Right. Okay. Who, I feel like that's the Rolling Stone shouldn't have put that one in. Yeah. He's so famous. Yeah. It's like right. everybody knows that he was a musician, if that's what you want to call it. Right. Uh, at one <laughs> point, you know. Temp- well, speaking of music, Temple of the Dogs Hunger Strike. Yeah. That was huge. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I do not. What is you don't that? know what that is? No. No. What is that? Temple of the Dog Hunger Strike? <laughs> Temple of the Dog was a was a super group mm-hmm. from Seattle uh, with Eddie Vedder and uh, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden on vocals. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and wow. Hunger Strike was their big single. I'm going hungry. I'm yeah. Going hungry. I don't mind yeah. stealing no. bread no. from the mouth of decadence. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't. They just do a reunion tour or something. I feel like they did because I feel like I've heard this recently. What year did it come out? Oh, probably like ninety three. Mm. Explaining yeah. Temple of the Dog to anyone who didn't live through the grunge era requires a series of intricate flowcharts, a laser pointer, and a thirty minute explanation of the devastating impact of Mother Love Bone frontman Andrew Woods' death on the Seattle music community. Yeah. Recorded before anyone heard of I, Eddie Vedder. I disagree. Yeah. You could just say it's a super group with, <laughs> but anyway. Because it was like, because it was like a tribute to the Mother Love Bone yeah. guy or something. Oh, is that right? what yes, I didn't even know that? it was a tribute to Andrew something Wood. Something like that. Like, uh, like, because Mother Love Bone was like, I guess, the Seattle right. band and then the guy died. And then these Were they bands. the band that Pearl Jam evolved out of like before Eddie Vedder? came something like that yeah i think but oh, like at one point i knew all of this what allison was just saying was temple of the dog was recorded before pearl jam was yes. it was actually i think recorded before pearl jam or something it's, yeah. it's, it's all very it is very complicated it, it is. used to seem very I need a important. laser pointer yeah i need some flow charts yeah that's what i need but that song was awesome i liked the whole album although i can't remember any of the other songs right now neither can i <laughs> i just remember that one song was great yeah by the yeah. way every eddie vetter song oh yeah here you go you can replace every lyric with the word year, and it still works. <laughs> yes. True. I think I was six. You've heard this. <laughs> I, I was living in Philadelphia. Grunge did not make it out east very, like, because I had a roommate in college from Seattle, and it was like all these bands that he grew up with, and I was like, they just never made it to me. They're just still listening to Motown? Green Day was like <laughs> filtering through, and that was not even real, you know. Yeah, I still like it. Yeah, it's a great song. It's good music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Bee Girl from Blind Melons, No Rain. This is big for oh, me. Well, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, yeah. Geez. Jenna, no. Oh, so yeah, I see what they're fucking <laughs> doing. Weird music video. They're basically yeah. saying all that shit from the early '90s that you still think of as being like yesterday <laughs> is stuff that is they were in their diapers. And so feel yeah, old. We would old typically fart. watch that like on pop up video on VH1. <laughs> okay. You know, where they would, yeah, bring it yeah. like as a throwback. Getting film developed. Yes. Oh, okay. come on, Rolling yeah. Stone. Jesus. I had to do that in Uruguay. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is My a, mom this was is a like little... all into that. Here's one that I feel like you guys will know that show Arliss on HBO. <laughs> uh, I don't know that one. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. Okay, this was a show. <laughs> that came on immediately after Sex in the City. So it was like you had to dive for the remote to change it. Much like how when Wheel of Fortune comes on after Jeopardy, what, I'm like, oh, I gotta change it. What was more of that show on HBO, Arliss or Mind of the Married Man? 
I, I liked Mind of the one. Married Man. Really? Yeah, I, I'm a fan of that guy's work. Uh, and I thought that was actually a very good show. Maybe I should revisit it. <laughs> uh, Arliss, and I, you know what? I'm a fan of Robert Wool too. Like, But I wasn't into Arliss. Because it was I, about like a sports agent. Right. And- I follow someone on Twitter. And his Twitter handle is Arliss Fan. Yeah. And with dollar signs. And all, he, yeah, pretty much dollar all, signs for that. All he, he tweets is just like, hyping Arliss all the time. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it kind of... But HBO was always doing like... I, you know, for lack of a better... I don't know if innovative is the right word, but they were always doing interesting TV. Because remember yeah. they had that show Dream On? Dream oh, On yeah. is the Which one. Which I liked. Yeah. I that think was that's the, what you're thinking of. Where it had like the... The different characters the, that lived in his head. Yeah, it was like he, old TV or something, right? It, every situation... In his life, every scenario that he was in, we get intercut with his memories of old movies. Right. Mm. So he'd be in a situation with his boss, and they'd be arguing, and then it would be cutting to these clips of old movies that were running through his head yeah. as he was arguing. But that people get that confused with Mind of the Married Man quite often. Mind of the really, Married yeah. Man, Dream Run was just basically this guy like banging everything he came across. Yes. While old movies played in his head, <laughs> Mind of the Merry Man actually kind of got into like what it meant to be monogamous, and it was, was pretty heavy. That, who was in Mind of the Married Man? Do you remember? It's the um, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. He just directed that movie Black and White with Kevin Costner. He directed uh, Rain Over Me with uh, Adam Sandler. He Mike um, Binder, yeah. Mike Binder. Yeah, mm. very very talented guy. I didn't get cable until I was in middle school. Yeah. So that was 98 when we did that. Did you have answering machines? Yes. Yeah, we had oh, yes. But caller um, ID was a big deal. I still remember getting caller ID and being like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> caller ID was uh, was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. You really felt important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and famous? Oh, yes. Uh, I only knew about it because it was on DuckTales. They had like another guy that <laughs> talked about it when Scrooge lost his money or uh, whatever. Yeah, the rich the rich uncle lost his Scrooge money. McDuck? Scrooge McDuck? Is it Scrooge McDuck? Yeah. yeah. I, I'll go back to this though. McDuck is, Scrooge McDuck is Donald Duck's uncle. Why is he McDuck and Donald Duck is just Duck? Oh, that's interesting. Right? Like, Fair is, point. Did Donald Duck change his name to seem less... Scottish, less ethnic, ethnic, or yeah, they when he got off the boat at Ellis <laughs> Island, they changed it. Yeah. Or is it Donald Duck's mom's brother? I mean, I don't know. Oh. I, I this has never occurred never to me. Thought so about right it. this yeah. minute, <laughs> you'd think it'd be Scrooge Duck. Don't yeah. pull Wait, that so thread, saying, man. Ducktales just falls apart if you start doing that. <laughs> you're yeah. saying if it was Donald Duck's mom's brother, you're suggesting that Duck is the married name, but McDuck was the maiden That's name. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's possible. Or, or maybe it's Donald McDuck. He's gentrifying. He's ashamed of his <laughs> He's gentrified, yeah. Do you, yeah, guys, I don't, I don't oh, Do you remember Nick from Family Ties? Yes. No. That's, By Scott no. Valentine? See, that's no. a good one. Right. Most of this list is like, do you remember yeah. Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, yeah. Anybody who's not a complete asshole knows most of this stuff. But that's a good one. Nick from Family... He was like so right. famous for yes. 10 minutes. Yeah. And he was in that movie, hey. My Demon Lover. Scott Valentine and I rent. I made my mom take me to the store to rent it, and it was one of the even at eleven or however. I, I was like, "This movie sucks." <laughs> even at that young of an age, I knew. I looked him up recently on IMDb. What's, What's he, he doing? He still is in stuff, but like you know, that's the answer most of the time when you yeah. go, "Whatever happened to so and so?" And it's like, "Yeah, they're in stuff. Like yes, they're in NCIS, you know, yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know." Yes. Voiced a PlayStation game once. I yeah. feel like if you watch. Uh, 
SVU or whatever that show is. Law and Order SVU. Yeah, it's like you'll see everybody that you yes. were yeah. wondering about from the 80s at some point. Everybody's working yeah. in some capacity, which is nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Choose your own adventure books. <laughs> Loved those. Yeah. Those were pretty cool. Those were fun. Laser discs. Yes. We had you a laser disc. You did. My oh, dad fancy. was so excited. We got a laser disc, and then we only had two movies. We had Beaches, and we had Hunt for Red October. Those are the only ones that... Oof. I think those were the only laser discs available. <laughs> it must have been. It those was, are... No way. They were tons. Real shit laser discs. <laughs> like, a wa- what a waste seen, of the technology. Know, right? oh, but the I've com- seen both of them, though. The director commentary times. on Beaches. <laughs> So good. Jesus. Yeah. We had the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> the Criterion version. It's in letterbox because you want to see it the way it was originally shot. I think my dad really yeah, thought Laserdisc was the future. I so think everyone who bought was it must so have excited. That. Well, there are still yeah. um, Laserdisc collectors out there. Uh, Amoeba, I'm a huge, huge media file, so I collect a lot of Blu-ray and um, DVD, okay. vinyl, cassette tapes, CDs. And VHS tapes, uh, and all for different reasons. Uh, I do not collect Laserdisc, <laughs> but Amoeba and some other stores that I go to to buy stuff, like they, they, people, still there are people them, huh? that see a certain yeah. quality in Laserdisc that is not seen in other types of uh, formats, wow. which wow. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, uh, tell me. Oh, man. Well, there are also versions on Laserdisc that have never been re-released. Yes. So if you're that's into certain movies, they that's where the whole director commentary Yeah, there's like this started. whole part of Beaches you guys have never seen. <laughs> well, I think like Star Wars, if you wanted to yes. get the original version, that's the only way to get it or yeah. something like that. I think you can get the original trilogy without the special edition yes. effects on Laserdisc. That's and interesting. And it's pretty that's much... Nice. Uh, just, it's pretty close to high def. I mean, it's before it's high quite. def, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I think hmm. that is what it is. Yeah. Joe, why do you collect VHS tapes? I don't. Col- I, I I buy far more Blu-ray and DVDs than I buy VHS. But um, I'm a big. I like I said, I have a horror movie podcast called "We'll See You in Hell." I'm just going to slip the plug in. Do it and get it on iTunes and the Fangoria Podcast Network. Um, but uh, I'm a big horror movie fan and. Uh, there, there's a certain uh, finite period um, where horror movies to me look really cool on VHS because they're sort of grainy and mm. and you know that sort of it takes me back you know as we talk about this Gen X versus Millennial thing yeah. to the video store as a kid being 12 or 13 and going and renting movies so I think from about 76 to 91. It yeah. looks. It just looks cool. Just seeing the old like Warner label or, or the old yeah. Warner like thing from VHS is so nostalgic. Yeah. We, uh, I work at a company called Magnolia. We re- we released a movie called VHS. Mm-hmm. No, and, yeah, and we did an actual VHS version and also the sequel. So That's you cool. can get a VHS copy, and they made it look like those old. Uh, you know, like it's an old, worn-out VHS. From That's the 80s. cool. Oh, no it's a lot of fun. Are, are you? Is Magnolia doing the VHS spinoff with the girl from the first story in the first oh, VHS? I'll have to ask. I'm not part of the production side, okay. so I know we did viral. That was the last one. I know that we did. Yeah, they just well, they just announced not just, but a few months ago, they they're going to do a spinoff. About with that story, the girl when yeah. those guys bring that girl back from the bar to have like sex, uh, and she turns into like a demon or something. Yeah, uh, I'll have to ask. That's how I, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's how pregnancy makes me feel. I remember 
when VHS first came out, we rented a machine from the local video store, mm-hmm. and the first thing we ever watched was Ferdinand the Bull. Did it, has anyone else seen that? No, what's that? It's an oh. animated I know the story short right? about a bull that they want to be a bullfighter, but all he wants to do is like sit in the grass and smell flowers. Oh, it's very sweet. Oh, that is sweet. It is sweet. We used to we used to um, every other weekend or so we would rent a VHS player. And then going to the video store was this big deal. And it was me and my stepbrother. And we would get like raunchy teen comedies like, you know, ski school or whatever. And then my stepdad and my mom would get horror movies. We would watch our movies and then I'd go to bed. And then I would hear the horror movies (laughs) loud and clear because we lived in a tiny house. And they were so much more terrifying because then it's all happening school? in my fu- no in my <laughs> then they probably were like like yeah, creep yeah. show. Well, I've talked about Exorcist. Yeah. I like, just watched it from hiding under a blanket, and it still traumatized me. Yeah, hearing it and letting it play in your imagination is thousand times more scary than actually seeing. You it. got just you both just named the two horror movies in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's wow. weird that it was that back to back. What did Which you one, say? A uh, creep show. Yeah, and The Exorcist are my two. Or they're two of my favorite horror movies, but they're the two in my top ten. Wow, I've never yeah. even heard of Creepshow. Creepshow is great, and yeah. I have that on VHS. That's a lot of fun on VHS. It's a fun it's movie. Right in the pocket, I didn't realize it was actually funny until I got older. I thought yeah. it was the the most horrific movie ever made <laughs> when I was like little because all yeah. I did was hear some guy saying, "I want my cake," and like the it was. But that also sounds. I was like just me. saying that sounded like me when I was pregnant. <laughs> and then the other one was the Howling. That was the other one that like gave, that I heard that gave. Yeah, me and the story. Howling is is a cool movie, but it's a lot of those movies. Uh, Creepshow isn't like this, but a lot of those classic uh, horror movies: The Howling, uh, The Omen, uh, uh, Amityville Horror. You know. Yeah, even Halloween, like they're they're very very slow builds. It's yeah, a, it's, a slow it's funny burn. how slow paced they were back. Yeah, then. you got to really yeah. really wait and hang in there for the payoff. But but they're great movies. But um, they just released an official action figure of the zombie dad from Creepshow, and it comes with a <laughs> with the cake. platter. Yeah. <laughs> so know, I think I'm going to get great. that, even though I'm almost forty. That's pretty great. Yeah. I've never seen Jaws. Is Jaws? Would you put Jaws great. in the horror? You category? should watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's horror, suspense. sure. But I mean, it's it is a monster. It's a ridiculous size. It's shark. a monster movie. Yeah, right? yeah. I saw it for the first time this year, and I still enjoyed it. Like yeah. I just thought, like this was a good, fun. Scary Were you scared? Movie. I have a real yeah low. It's scary, fear but it's a giant shark. Yeah, yeah. I can probably handle it. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be a really good. <laughs> Well, no, that's the question. Can I handle it? Yeah, you're not going to be, be a really scared good like devil scared. Right. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just no like, an in, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's intense at times, but it's a, it's a great film. Like, and, you know, Roy Scheider and Richard Dreyfus, and I forget the guy who plays the actor's name, the guy who plays, you know, the captain. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quint, uh, yeah. Quint. Yeah. I mean, that guy yeah. is, is awesome. It's a He's great got movie. some great speeches. And it's, you should it's, say right. it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. None of the Do sequels, it. though. Sequels are yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, no, 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 not great. Yeah, no. And I'm just gonna do one more of these. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh my gosh! That's How where, could they uh, think that you guys would know? So great. Rockapella right? yeah, came yeah. to little small town Provo when I was like eight years, nine years old, or whatever, and I saw them in concert and was like, Acapella is amazing. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. And they signed the CD that I bought, and I was like obsessed with them for like a good two years, and then I got over it. 
<laughs> but I loved that show because of them. I had the computer game. Carmen yes, San Diego. we yeah. did too. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was awesome. But that's the other thing, which is I give this. That's not a great one for the list, list because that became a game show. Right. Yeah. That was a computer game. It was a board game. That's like saying, "Have you ever heard of Clue?" It's like, of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. By the way, I never appreciated the Clue movie. Did oh, you guys like you're it? You're nuts. Maybe I was. Too, I think I was too young when I saw it. It's amazing. I did love it when I saw it. Oh, I need really? to see it yeah. again. I've tried to watch it, and it just—it's never taken off for me. It's but a I, weird movie. But maybe, I, I mean, it. I think I only made maybe twenty-five minutes in, twenty minutes in, but. You gotta you gotta hang in because it gets goofier and goofier as it goes. Yeah, okay. the first like twenty minutes are kind of you're like, is this serious? Uh, like, then, maybe right. that's what it was. And then like it takes as soon as somebody dies, it takes a turn where they all start becoming hysterical, and it gets uh, really funny. Yeah. Okay, because I felt weird watching it alone at like fifteen minutes in. I went, I don't know why I'm doing this. And <laughs> yeah, changed. and all it's right. Tim Curry at his finest. Yeah, like I, he's I like him. He's out of control through the whole movie. It's oh, it's a great. It's a good film. one. I'm gonna give another go. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm gonna... Isn't leaving from fear in that? Yeah, and he's the first guy that dies. He oh. plays he plays Mister Body. Is his name? Who's not in the game? Because they needed somebody. They needed, they, right. they needed somebody that could just kill, so that all the characters from the game could figure out who done it or yeah. whatever. Right. Um, but he plays Mister Body, and he invites them all there, and then he right. turns up dead, and they don't know why. And then they all clue. just start coming unglued like a meat. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> in the theater, and they had the different endings. Yes. What? Here's yep. the thing. Yeah. On the, yes. If you watch it on streaming or on DVD now or whatever, it has three endings. Right. So it has the first ending, and then it'll go, or maybe it happened like this, and then there's another one, and then there's a third or a fourth, whatever. Like the game. Yeah. But if you saw it in the theater, you only got one of those endings and it was random. You didn't know that's which ending you'd get. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a great <laughs> it idea. was pretty fun. Yeah, that's that's Whoa. really cool. Yeah. But if you see it more than once in the theater and get the same ending twice, I get that. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh. But I feel like that was kind of part of it back then, like the thrill of the gamble What's of it like, gonna be? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like before you could figure out everything. Yeah. On your own. Support for Allison Rosen is your new best friend comes in part from Thumbtack, the destination for getting things done. So I first heard of Thumbtack from Daniel's mom. It's awesome. It's this site where you can hire um, pros in like any any she field totally you can think of. Yeah, she used Thumbtack to help her move from one uh, house to the next and to get organized and stuff. She basically what you it's so for. From home improvement to event planning to personal wellness, Thumbtack customers can find more than 1,100 types of pros in all 50 states. Getting started is simple. You just tell them the type of service you're looking for, answer a few questions about the project, and submit your request for free. Then they take the details you provide and send them to local pros who are qualified and available to help. So I wanted to buy I ended up deciding not to buy this chair, but I thought I wanted to buy a chair that was down in Mission Viejo and I posted on Thumbtack just to see just to get some quotes because I was like if I can avoid driving to Mission Viejo um, that'd be great so I just got some different quotes from different people like moving services um, and then I ended up not buying the chair but (laughs) I was very much in love (laughs) with Thumbtack when local pros have received your request they put together a custom quote for your project each quote includes their price estimate business profile verified customer reviews and a personalized message and it happens fast and uh and it's 
super easy and convenient. Once you've received all your quotes, you can compare them and decide which pro is the best fit for your project. You can even chat with pros directly if you need more information to make your decision. So popular categories include home, so like house cleaning, landscaping, painting, roof repair, events, so if you're looking for a DJ, catering, wedding planning, photo booth rental, party planning, event photography, if you're looking for a personal trainer, massage therapy, music lessons, makeup artist, tax preparation, seriously anything you can think of. You could probably find someone off of Thumbtack. Um, It's fast, easy, and free. Hire skilled pros for absolutely anything at Thumbtack.com today. So again, that is Thumbtack.com today. Okay, let's do Just Mirror Everyone. But first... Let's uh, let people know where they can find us. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to subscribe. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, leave us a nice review. Won't you? Five stars is our favorite number. It helps out the show. Okay, Jeff, where do we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can follow me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. And uh oh, <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on all that. Um, and follow me on Facebook. Why not? I'm I'm starting to use Facebook again. We'll see how that goes. I'm at Dequants, I think. I don't know. I think you are. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Al? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al. Hashtag spelled out, for those who don't know. Uh, everywhere. Yes. Jenna? I'm, uh, you can follow me Um pretty much everywhere at jenna kim jones also check out a podcast uh sorry not sorry with jenna kim jones that's my podcast al's on it with me it's kind of like our podcast and uh, you can find that wherever podcasts are check it out thanks and joe uh let them know where to find you and tell them what to look for uh joe DeRosa comedy on twitter and instagram and uh my hour special comes out on february 3rd on uh, Comedy Central, it's called You Let Me Down. 12 midnight uh, uncensored broadcast. And then again, February 5th, 1 a.m. uncensored. And then February 7th, the album and special hit the uh, you know iTunes and all that stuff for download. And it's available for pre-order now. So check all that out. And uh, we'll see you in hell, podcast about <laughs> horror movies. You know, when I said hi to you, I said Joe DeRosa. But it's Joe DeRosa, isn't it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother you? Cause it, cause I, no, I didn't will, even notice. Okay. Because so. sometimes people will say Rosen. And I'm like, no, it's Rosen. Joe, you're from Philly, right? Yeah, originally. I think if you care in Philly, they beat the shit out of you. So you can't care how people <laughs> yeah. pronounce your name. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Say it however the hell you want. Okay, yo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, let's do Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? By the way, they don't say Rosen. I don't know where that came from. They say Rosin. That's what they say. Rosin? Yeah, well, that's, Rosin. yeah. That's really wrong. If you said Joe DeRaza, I'd be like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> right. But not the emphasis thing doesn't bother me. Joe DeRaza, though, that is a good, like, gorilla fighting name. <laughs> It's like Zach De La Roca or Rocha would write a song about you. Um, James Leroy Wilson says, when someone of the opposite sex agrees with me, it's far more affirming. It's like I'm saying something universal. Hmm. I don't think I have that feeling. Yeah. In fact, 
on social media, maybe he's not talking, he's probably not talking about exclusively social media, but I almost feel like if a woman agrees with me on social media, that's more affirming than a guy agreeing with me. Hmm. I don't know why. I agree with them, but maybe it's, we're all just saying when we a woman agrees. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. Uh, Sooner Magic says, when my Google search turns up zero results, I feel like I've reached the ultimate just me. It is <laughs> yeah. weird yes. when you type something in. I'm trying to remember. There was something I was searching for last night and like it wasn't auto filling any of it. It seemed not to know at all what I was saying. And I felt it was otherworldly. Yeah. And it is a shocker because Google does that thing now where and it's semi-helpful but a semi-unhelpful where they'll find something that's like what you're looking for and go like hey is this what you're looking for and when you do that google search and they go no that they doesn't exist blank. in the whole world <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you get that blank page it's like am i nuts like, yeah there's not anything that you even think is like that right yeah it's like when you're out in the wilderness and you're like i might be the the only person who's ever stepped here <laughs> you know, like, oh am gosh. i the first <laughs> sure <laughs> i don't think i've ever thought that <laughs> but I will now. You've never gone into the wilderness. <laughs> trying to go Probably not to far my enough. Yeah. Hmm? Search history to see, well, these are all really old. Where the only time I get it to where Google won't figure it out is because I got way too specific. So it's like, can I download this on a Mac computer, but that the computer is also black, and I want to know, <laughs> can it use this monitor? Well, yeah. Like, There's no website that has all that. And that's usually my problem. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. Well, like lots of how-to stuff. It if makes it's me too yeah. specific. It makes yeah. me feel dumb. I'm just like I worded it so improperly. <laughs> right. That's the thing is how do you word the search? Yeah. Sometimes is confusing. Like, am I supposed to just ask the question or am I supposed to put the topic? Sure. Yeah. You know, tough. in there, it's tough. Yeah. I can't remember what it was I was searching. I feel like it was based on something we were watching on television. But you I don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't remember what we were watching. I don't know what. You're what night what? you're talking about? Just, did we watch anything recently? I feel like no. we did. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Um, <laughs> did we watch anything recently? We have. That's actually, Google would be like, I can't even, there's too many answers <laughs> for that one. <laughs> we did, though. What did we watch recently? Know. All I right. <laughs> Sooner Magic also says, when someone answers maybe to an opinion of mine, all I hear is a gentler way of disagreeing. Well, that is what that is, I think. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I just typed into a search engine, what did Allison watch recently? And it said, Pretty Little Liars. Was that it? <gasps> well, That's crazy that it said that because it like, actually wasn't like it, but I could, that could be correct. That show is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that I wasn't said. it. I liked the, I got into it very late. Have they figured out who A is yet? I think they, they did. Have. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, <laughs> four those of us, those of of us who watched the like a, the first few seasons of Pretty Little Liars and gave up just Googled when the wh- like that, I remember hearing oh the show's finally ending and I remember like, just Googled yes it, I did that right? I, I like <laughs> I pushed myself to get through all the seasons and then. The last season wasn't on Netflix. So people who don't know what the show is, it's about these four <laughs> girls in this town. Who were in high school. High school, in high school girls. Who bang their teachers. Yeah. And it's <laughs> totally cool. No big deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they wear cares. different outfits every single day. They're like yes. full on glamour so, squad. So right. someone goes missing or dies or whatever. And then they start getting tormented by this mysterious person named A. <laughs> and that's... All the show ever is for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. They're like, who's A? 
And that's it. And I can't understand how anyone's She's like interest. visiting her teacher in jail. And he's like, I don't know is who that A? is. No, you know, I don't know. Why 22. is she in jail? I'm just kidding. Because oh. he, he slept with his <laughs> yeah. 16-year-old. Also, have you they, noticed how fast they seem to recover from the any sort of violence that happens to them? Because they're always oh, yeah. like getting tied up somewhere or hurt or oh and then it's God. like that's a and then it's not a because <laughs> a we have we got renewed for another season and it's just a complete ripoff of i know what you did last summer yeah or is i know what you did last summer a ripoff of pretty little liars no but it's the same well, thing no i think pretty I know little liars is a book series right yes oh it is. is it yeah yes okay so then i think it got turned into the tv show oh, okay. yeah it's like teen drama Can you imagine right. reading about that oh, oh <laughs> god <laughs> you know yeah jmo's yeah. for a rose <laughs> says carefully eat the white of a hard hard-boiled egg so i can get the full yolk in one bite that's mm, too much no. yolk no 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 she, she, he, she? I'm not sure. Just well, you. they're on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Just <that>. you. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> From Josh says, Decide to stop at fast food I haven't had in a while to try new promoted item from TV that they dot 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 that they stopped serving a week ago. Uh, that's happened to me. That's I guess. always sure. It's always a sad time. Well, I don't think the relatable part is they stopped serving the thing. the The part that's relatable or not relatable to me is: Are you the person that pulls over to try the to, new thing? Do you yes. get suckered in or not? Mm. I certainly am. Hundred yeah. percent. That's me. Yeah. Like Rose day one. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Naked Chalupa's coming out this week at Taco Bell. I have like a countdown on my phone. This Naked is, Chalupa. Uh, I, did you see the fried chicken taco thing? Yeah. That's what, that's that's what, what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that what, what it called? is? Yeah, it's called the Naked Chalupa. Yeah, that looks so awesome. And it's owned by the KFC <laughs> people, so the chicken you know will taste like KFC. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna I'm be really awesome. excited yeah. about that. Yeah. I always wondered about that. They would have those where it's a yes. uh, Pizza Hut slash KFC slash Taco Bell. And you're like, why aren't they mixing it all up? Like, have a pizza with well, Taco Bell and they are. chicken on it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they are, are now, <laughs> finally, right? <laughs> the uh, Ted Alexander had a joke about that where he was like, I think every... He goes, I, I went to a... It was when they first came out, and he was like, I went to a KFC uh, Pizza Hut under the same roof. And he's like, what do you want me to take a dump on the counter? <laughs> and he goes, I think every meal was a number two. <laughs> Very funny joke. Very funny joke. It's pretty good. Uh, I remembered what we watched. Because <laughs> it's been stuck in my head. And it doesn't remind me of what I searched. Great. Just Homeland. Homeland. Wow. Okay. Uh, Maddie Porter says, always tempted to let my dog off leash a few blocks from home to see if he would know how to get home. This is where I get on my soapbox and I say, despite the fact that I'm not answering your (laughs) JMO, don't do this because our dog Oliver was attacked by a dog that presumably was on leash until they got a few blocks from home. Mm. Um, So I'm super opposed to dogs being off leash ever. That being said, maybe you have like a super cute little dog in which case I still say don't let your dog off leash. But I understand the desire to find out about your dog's sense of direction. I that d- I get. Wendy, pull, when we get about a block away, she starts pulling towards... You know, she just leads me. So I know she knows. They yeah. all know. They know. You don't need to walk yeah. your dog off a leash. It, it knows where you live. Like, it's kind it's, of amazing that yeah. their sense of direction. It's better it, than it, mine. Yeah, it knows. Yeah. The leash has nothing to do with it. it. It knows where you live after like... 
I think yeah. they say like three weeks or something. Oh wow, or something like that. It like it it understands it wow, like where cool. to go and. Huh. My dog ran away once and it came back. Really? At like five in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Were you devastated that it came back? You, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I threw it out again. <laughs> no, were you devastated when your dog was missing? Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. It was the worst thing ever. Uh, and then and then he came back and it was like the greatest. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Maybe he just wanted you to know what you were missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Celine Bobin says... Answer Jeopardy questions out loud, even if I'm home alone. Dog thinks I'm smart. Yeah. I have done this before. Yeah, definitely. And lastly, Val Perkins. Oh, another three dogs in a row. Val Perkins says, nothing makes me feel more fat than my pup rushing to clean crumbs off my chest while I'm being a couch potato. (laughs) Wait, can I just point out, you choose these. I chose three. Do- well, I but you're know. like, oh my god, <laughs> three dogs, and you were the one that chose them. You ordered them. I know, but I wasn't. I wasn't paying okay. that close attention. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I've never had that happen. The crumbs thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, you sound like a slob. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm totally kidding. Yeah, that doesn't sound that bad to me. It's like, you know, your, your dog's going to lick yeah. up crumbs and shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. Sounds convenient, really. Then Wendy, you don't get crumbs all over your couch. Wendy would not limit the licking of crumbs just to your chest, though. Because like, if you're eating food, she would. If, if she's that close to you, she'll just try to get in your mouth. She mm. likes to lick my whiskers just to see whatever remnants of... Aww. Flavor might still oh, be on them. Yeah, <laughs> Big Mac. It's very intimate. Very nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys, I think we've actually wrapped up before Joe needs to go. Whoa! Hey. Look actually, at that. Yeah, we're right on it. I got to go right now. Perfect. Thank you so did much. Did you for do me- that because I had to go, or did we just kind of wrap up naturally? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Well, don't I, don't I, feel bad at all though because I, I feel, feel like bad. we hit, no don't no, I feel like we got to everything. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, great. I'm going to carry this though still for a long while. No, don't. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on the show, everyone. Thank you for being on the show, listeners. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Sin Bro